Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Good citizens of the podcastiverse. It's the Nerdist Podcast number 467. I know you listen to the Nerdist Podcast, but there's a bunch of other podcasts on the Nerdist Podcast Network. Uh, you listen to Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. You can listen to Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction, The Kale with Kurt Brownoler. Kurt Brownoler has been so amazing uh, on At Midnight. We Actually, this has been... Well, you know what? I gush about it all the time. You're probably tired of listening to me gush. It's just my dream job is all. Um, the episode we did last night with Paul Tompkins and uh, Jen Kirkman and Mike Lawrence was... I, a lot of it had to get cut out. I think I'm talking to Comedy Central to see if they'll put up the whole episode online. But it was like... I, I mean, genuinely, I was doubled over with laughter at just the banter between uh, Jen and Mike and then Mike and Paul and then Paul back to Jen and then... I would fire something in, and then it was, I mean, honestly, to get paid to just hang out with friends and make stupid jokes and and uh, and make men talk about the internet. So, At Midnight is on every night at midnight uh, on Comedy Central, so check it out. And somehow I managed to turn a plug for other people's podcasts into my own plug about At Midnight. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be narcissistic. It's just that I only care about myself. No, that's not true, but I, uh, I, I guess it all weaved together in some way that uh, was was unintentional. It became an unintentional backdoor plug for At Midnight. But listen to our other podcasts on the Nerdist Podcast Network. And um, also, we are very excited to be involved um, with a Lucasfilm and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Now, of course, normally we would, we're going to start talking about Course of the Force pretty soon. But right now, um, through omaze.com, which essentially is a website that helps people get uh they basically bid on really amazing experiences and the money will go to a charity um with this one uh this is benefiting the make-a-wish foundation if you go to uh if you go to omaze.com slash experiences slash star wars then for 10 bucks a 10 dollar entry fee you could enter to win uh a contest where you would go to skywalker ranch get a tour of the ranch with george lucas and then and then you'd be flown there you'd be flown there and put up uh and then pop down to Los Angeles and come to Nerdist Studios um, and you might go, oh, what's there? Well, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a fun little production facility. There's a Lego me that's there and then a bunch of other toys, but also Mark Hamill. So then you would get to, you would get, like, you'd be bookending this sort of nerd trip with Skywalker Ranch and George Lucas and then Mark Hamill. So 
totally worth your $10. You would just give $10 just to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, I'm sure, anyway. But now you could actually possibly get this fantastic experience. So uh, there it is. Uh, thanks to Omaze for making it possible. Thanks to Make-A-Wish and Lucasfilm uh, and George and, and, and Mark Hamill. So this episode of the pod, this I told you this was going to happen. That when I got back into town, we get to do more hostful. So here is another hostful. And we're digging deep. I find that the evolution of the hostfuls has very much been like the evolution of stand-up, where for the first bunch, when you first start doing stand-up, you talk a lot about the external world, and then it just starts to move more and more inward, and we have really been talking a lot about, I mean, like, really personal stuff, and uh, I have to say, I it is refreshing, so I hope you are enjoying it, because not only is it refreshing to talk about stuff, just selfishly, but then also to learn about stuff about Matt and Jonah, so... I think we've got to pull Katie and Kyle in there at some point, too, and dig around in their brains. Let's scoop out their soul and plop it down into the into a podcast smorgasbord uh, for you guys. Here's the Nurse Podcast number 467 with some hostful goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. To podcasting. Well, I really just think it was your tone that got him in here. <laughs> I wasn't. Nope. I. <laughs> well, no, I was answering. You said, "Can we do this tomorrow?" And I said, "Nope," because we hit. We're shooting two shows, so we could do it Thursday. And you How said, you feeling, Jonah? Get well soon. I don't, I don't care about any of that. We have content to make. What's the fucking content? We have content to make. Content. Do you know what happens if we don't make content? Nothing. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Matt, we're talking ad revenue. We're talking uh, really upset tweets. Well, that's true. You know what, guys? I really didn't think it through. A lot of stuff would happen. You guys are making fun of this, but your salaries depend on it. (laughs) (laughs) On content? Being made. Yes, of course. Oh, well, thanks for picking up the slack while I'm not at most of them, guys. (laughs) But you still get paid like you were. Yeah, I know, which is why I just said thanks for picking up the slack. All right, good. Good, good, good. Are you feeling okay, though, honestly? No, what? It's, you know, it could be allergies. That's what I've been kind of realizing all day. There's stuff blooming in my neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind Onions. of like... There's flimmy. an Outback Steakhouse just opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I like about that is that I could do whatever the fuck I want. There's no rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At Outback? Yeah, yeah. It's no just rules. Right. just right. Yeah. yeah. You can do whatever the fuck I want. It's like Burger like, have it your way, and then... Like yeah. Outback's like, well, no, fuck have it this. any way you want. Fuck this. I no mean, rules. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly how they eat on the Outback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit on a waitress and then fucking Shit eat a bloomin' onion. Shit That's on a waitress, it. shrimp on a Barbie at Outback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I shit a shrimp. I shit on a shrimp. No, you shit at a shit on a waitress. Why would I shit on a waitress? It's just whatever the fuck you want. No rules. Anything? Just, just right. right. So it's whatever like, you do is right. So it's like a restaurant version of Las Vegas. Oh, it is without Jedi the dancer. Uh oh, good callback. Ah, uh, Jedi. Guys, we're recording this five minutes after the last what? podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. That's not true. No one will believe that. What system are you dancing in this night, or whatever equates to a night in your planetary uh, revolution around the star? I completely lost you. What? I, I was just... I was. Who de- were you talking to? Jedi? My, yes, I was talking to Jedi. Oh, all right. Who I thought might like respond... Like, I thought someone might... 
tip her off at well, some point. Some guy getting a little on the show that she doesn't listen to podcasts. Yes, that's true. And I was also overconfident that our podcast is that popular that someone would be like, "Hey, while you're dancing <laughs> on sounds me," sounds like the yeah. Chris Hardwick way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simultaneously, uh, not confident uh, and overconfident, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the Myra method, which is just unconfident the yeah. whole time. Um, did you you were were you in Denver this past weekend? Uh, last Friday, I was in Denver. Then I came back the next day. How was it? Uh, it was great. I love that. Denver's love that a good town. town. Love that town. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we did a show with the Grolix guys, as I've talked about before. Love those dudes. Yep. Andrew Overdahl, Adam Caden Holland, Ben Roy. Just staying there and just having good a blast. Dudes. Yeah, good comics, good dudes. And then and uh, after the show. Sometimes you wonder why Adam won't move to L.A. And then, and then you, you go, go visit there. him in Denver. And then you're like, oh, I wouldn't move either. He, he has a great house. He has a fucking awesome dog. Uh, ben Roy has a band out there that's really good called The Spells. And they're just, it's just, they got, and it's just a gorgeous city. Ten, there's ten, really ten, no, you know, and they had that Amazon deal, you know, it didn't end up going forward, but, you know, they made, they made, you know, a couple bucks off of selling a pilot and some scripts to Amazon yeah. for their show, those who can. And I don't know, just, it's real nice out there. I like it a lot. Yeah, I enjoy Denver too. Yeah. I lived, I lived there from freshman year through junior year. Well, the formative Hardwick years. <laughs> they were. Yeah. Yeah, that's some pretty, uh, what, what high school did you go to? It was called Regis. It's now a co-ed school, but it was an it was the same thing. I, I, I went from one Jesuit all boys Kelly school Kelly and Mike. to another. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my virginity in Denver. Nice. Oh, big. Yep, it was big. Did it take longer it. because of the altitude? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's right. Did you uh, come just become a mist? <laughs> it did. Yeah. It missed. And then an old man came in. There's something in the mist. <laughs> wow. What's that? <laughs> um, yes, yes. Uh, who was she? Um, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Haven't we talked about this before? I don't know. All right. So this girl. You okay, Matt? <laughs> you can real ready for a talk about I don't sex. Know. <laughs> just shuffling, getting, locking it in. Matt just spit in his hand. I was getting comfortable beforehand, <laughs> and now I'm getting extra comfortable. <laughs> easy on these fold-out chairs. Um, I'm in a fold-out chair. <laughs> Take it easy, Spielbergo. <laughs> Oh, I suppose I could look like that. Yeah, Spiel Bergo. Yeah, yeah. That, was the, yeah. that was the guy <laughs> the that Ronnie Burns brings to, in. Yeah, no, yes. I know. It's find yeah. me a Spanish the critic Spanish crossover. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. The, the, but he shows up later on. We're all familiar. Uh, okay, yeah. good. Hey, 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 Mr. Burns. <laughs> Spiel Bergo. Yeah. Spiel Bergo. So, so this girl was. Um, she was a friend of my friend Mike's, and it was junior year, and he was over hanging out at my. The way that my the way that uh, my. My mom and my stepdad basically lived in this brand new townhome development in Littleton, Colorado. In fact, the only reason I didn't go to Columbine is because I went to private Catholic school. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I was in Littleton for that my junior, sophomore and junior year, and so there was nothing in Littleton. But it was there were like literally prairie dogs out back. Adorable. It was like you could just hit golf balls out adorable. of the backyard yeah. and just into it's the field. The, the plains. Yeah, it really it was just a big open field. Now yeah. it's crammed with you know. Lowe's and Starbucks yeah, and uh, everything like there's no so greatness so greatness yeah so exactly America so um, my friend Mike uh, came over one na- one one afternoon after school and he was talking to this girl on the phone and of course you had to talk on landlines back in those days sure did and twirl uh, that that cord yeah. around your finger get yeah. all fucking hot and bothered that's right mm-hmm. operator get me uh, KL five KL five contact four five five and so uh, he was talking to this friend of his this girl named Kathy and so. Um, we hopped on the phone like so he was like here i gotta go to the bathroom so we put her on the phone with me and we started talking and we totally hit it off and whoa, it was whoa, really cool whoa. 
Whoa, you totally just fucking went in there and swooped in. They were just friends. No one's just friends. He, at that age. There was, there was not, there, it, uh, there did not seem to be any romantic tension. Even One if there had, had been, I was 16 years old. Yeah. So, well, I, I did tell the story of the time I almost lost my virginity when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I told that story We're in my stand up. Okay. Um, oh, we are? Well, then retell it for us then. I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, so now sounds, we're going. Now we're going familiar. One level deeper in the inception. Um, my best friend uh, in high school in Denver, Rob. His dad was a lawyer in downtown Denver, not probably not not far from where the uh, Comedy Works is, yeah, in Larimer okay. Square. And so a bunch of us. Um, Rob had his driver's license first, so he and these girls that we met that we were all sort of seeing went to uh, uh, his dad's office like on a Sunday just to hang out. And then the girl that I was seeing, her parents and my parents were friends, and her parents were super, super Christian. And so, and then she was um, very free. She was very free. Yeah. Some might say to get back at the restrictions that she had in her life, but she was very free. She was very free. No, I'm not saying that. She just, I just, I know for a fact that she had been with several fellas, but and she was 15. And oh so, my um, word! What kind of a world is this? And so, uh, uh, it's a, it was a pre nine eleven world. Yeah, I don't know. We're, how that we're simpler then. And so, uh, Chris, we, Chris thinks that's nine uh, eleven is also when AIDS came around. <laughs> oh man! So, um, so we are kind of fooling around in, uh, in in this office, this a law office under the desk, oh, and she, and uh, and I'm like, can we please have sex? I would really like to have sex. And she was like, all right. Like yeah. for her, it was you know yeah I'm sure whatever. So I had a condom and uh, I uh, I attached it, I fastened it to my the area that that goes, and then Dick. and then I basically got on top of her and just started kind of like squirming around, and the excitement of it, I mean, it felt good. Yeah, I didn't realize that I was not in her. Yeah. And so it just like you know wah bam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The genie had been summoned, <laughs> and and then I was like, uh, it was. It sort of reminded me of that that the kind of bit you do where you're like, no, I'm sorry. Like it was like that sort of a thing, yeah. and um, and for some reason she was uh, like that. Like that was the only shot I got at that. Yeah. For some reason she was like, oh, and I'm like, can we try that again? Because <laughs> I'm she? way ready to go. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. You only paid for the one. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you were just borrowing. Money. Yeah, yeah. No, I get uh, rides. <laughs> That's my so, ride so that was that. So that was a failed attempt when I was 15 where I almost lost my virginity in my friend's father's law office. But when I was 16, uh, he, my friend Mike goes to the bathroom. This girl and I start talking on the phone. We totally hit it off. So I, I said, hey, would you mind if I called her later? And he said, no. So I called her that night and we talked for like two hours. And in my mind, this, this went on for weeks. Yeah. But... But I feel like in my teenage brain warped time, and it was really probably like two or three nights. Yeah. So by like the second or third night, we're just these having these really intense conversations, and it's one of those ones where you're discovering that you can talk about philosophy and spirituality With and girls. the universe, and yeah, just like one of yeah. those like super deep kinds of conversations. And so, um, but like one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, where it's like I've never met anyone like. It you. was seminal yeah. and seminal, <laughs> guys. Guys, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Jonah! Oh, he's foaming! He's foaming at the mouth! And so we basically, within a couple of days, it was kind of that thing where we had still had never met in person. 
And I and I and she, I was you know like, what she looked like? No, no idea. She could have been fugly. <laughs> well, it didn't matter because I was like, look, I don't care what you look like. I'm fucking. I'm totally in love with you. And she was like, well, I feel exactly the same way. So I said, it would be really great if we could meet in person. Yeah. What bus route do you live near? <laughs> well, basically. So I had just started driving. So I, I went to her house and I met her and it, I was, she was really cute. Like it was, yeah. she was, a re, I was like, oh my God, how did this happen? Mm. And um, she was wearing one of those dresses that was popular in the 80s. It was basically just like a, sort of like the, the ones that the girls in the Robert Palmer videos would wear. Just that, that single yeah. Jesus piece. Christ. Of, I know. And so we met, and it was fucking great. And my but par- was it great fucking? It well, yes, because it always is for a guy. <laughs> um, and so uh, my, it just so happened my parents were about to go out of town to Los Angeles, where they were going to scout places to live because we were just about we were, oh, no. we were going to move. So, but I wasn't worried about that yet. It was still several months away. So my parents went out of town, and then. She came over and we like we had sort of like planned it and she came over and we totally did it. And I remember remember being like in the in the act and I just there was just like one like nightlight on in the corner of my room and then just seeing the shadows of our bodies projected up against the oh, wall wow. and just being so blown away of like, that's my body on top <laughs> of that other shadow. <laughs> and it was amazing. And then for me anyway, um, she, had, she was two years older, so she was 18. Yeah. She had, uh, she had, um, done the deed. She had totally done it before. Uh. So we just did it the one time and then, um, she went into her car, and then we held each other while Belinda Carlisle's I Get Weak played. Aww. And shut up. Don't you laugh at me like that. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the next day at school, I just felt like mega awesome. Um, and then we had sex a handful more times. Um, How big of a hand? <laughs> Were the conversations still as enlightening, or did it become a thing in your teenage brain to just like, no, I just want to fuck. Well, it was both, both of those things. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of talks about spirituality. I actually was kind of religious in those days because I was raised, I went to Catholic school. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. Ra- you know? Didn't we all? So we had a lot of, you know, she was she was um, agnostic, and, I, and so I, I was like, it's funny to hear, think of me, you know, being this way, but I was, uh, you know, totally arguing for the existence of God. Wow. Um, because I was like, well, what do you scream when you come? Uh, no, I didn't say that. Uh, and she didn't come. Uh, <laughs> it was the other part of that equation. But it was really great. It was a great first sexual partner to have because, you know, she would call me up and say, what do you want me to do? And I would say like, oh, do you have like a Catholic schoolgirl dress? And she was like, I'll be right over. Wow. So she would show up and then we'd just go off in her car and she would fuck me. And then I was like, how did this happen? Yeah. So this went on for a couple weeks. And then one day out of the blue, she just, it's just that, that high school thing where you just don't see it coming. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, eh, this isn't really going to work for me anymore. And I was like, I love you. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you were just a piece of ass (laughs) to her. I was because it turned out that what I was able to piece together was that I think she was dating some other guy 
at the time, and I think he had kind of fucked her over. Or he was he had, his interest had waned or whatever, so she was sort of trying to get back at him or something. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was sort of that was it. And then you moved, and then and then I moved. So that was the end of that was the end of that tale. Painful. Do you know uh, whatever ended up happening? To no, her? I don't know whatever happened to her. Huh. The, the, I mean, wouldn't you like to see her just to see if you? Well, I'm curious. Well, the problem the did? problem with the problem with my of just the problem with Gen Xers is that there's enough of our lives that were not captured online. Yeah, so it's hard. And to... so it's harder to find women who maybe change their names if they got married yeah. or you yeah. know. So it's very you. I really would there. Valuable pieces of information I would need. Oh, to Oh, it's funny to me, like when like you see people on Facebook that have their uh, old last name along with their new married last name, like in parentheticals. That's just so people can find you. It's just so people can find you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most yeah. of the people what? that I went to, just, like just so people that used to fuck you can find you. Is that what? It, that's the only reason, as far as I'm concerned. Or other right? classmates or anything like that. Most no, of the people no, no. that I went to school with, no, they're still friends. Old, old they know the new name. They do. Yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure, Joe. There's a lot of people that I didn't fuck. I mean, it was a blank. That I thing. didn't want to fuck that I probably changed their names. Yeah, but a lot of your friends only have 12 letters to work with in their last yeah. names. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, Okalani. Oh my God, I totally just remembered it. I was, oh, I'm so sorry. This is, I'm so sorry that I'm talking so much about myself, but I totally remembered. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerds Podcast. There was another. Aren't you glad you came here for this, uh, Joan? <laughs> there was another girl that I was dating, and we never had sex. She ended up fucking one of my best friends. But I remember she lived in like an A-frame house where the front door was a landing, and then you'd go upstairs to the living room and downstairs to like the oh, rec yeah, yeah, room, yeah. basement, yeah, yeah. and dad had a pool table. And I remember Mama never making out with her on the floor, and... Uh, and my hand was like uh, in her shorts, like really um, just doing a lot of work and just hearing her mother like shout her full name from the top of the stairs, like being caught. Uh, there was no, I mean, I, I was asked to leave immediately. It was one of those very, yeah, shameful, yeah, like, yeah. this is the most catastrophic thing <laughs> I could ever happen <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> I was, uh, so, what about you? Virginity? Yeah. Uh, it, it was. Yeah, I always think of. Here's the thing you like really liked the person that you lost your virginity to. Yeah. You had like meaningful conversations. I lost my virginity to a girl that was in a band that was playing Hawaii uh, that was there for like two days. And then on one of the nights, uh, she came over to my place and had sex with me. Was it Shirley Manson from garbage? It was not. Oh, okay. oh God, if only. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it was this band from California, from Los Angeles actually. And, um, and I kind of knew one of the guys from when I went on tour the summer before and like the guys was in the band. So I was showing them around, kind of getting along with everybody. And she's like, well, let me get your number because maybe like we'll all come and hang out at your place after the show tonight. And I said, oh, that'd be really cool. I've been really digging hanging out with you guys. And then she's like texting me, trying to get out of here, trying to get out of here. I'm like, all right, well, I have work in the morning. She's like, what do you want to drink? I was like, I don't, I don't, you know, I had just started drinking. So I was like, what was your job? I was working at a record store called Jelly's. Okay. And I had to open. And it's, you know, for some reason. Keyholder? What? Key holder? No, no, no. Just it was a big store and it was uh, like you know, we opened at eight in the morning for some reason. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, eight in the morning, Hawaii is like noon everywhere else. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, you know, she, like I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then uh, finally there's a knock on my door and then I open it and uh, she's just by herself. And I was kind of just like, oh, oh, I wonder if this means sex. 
<laughs> How old were you? I was uh, 18, mm-hmm. uh, almost 19. And uh, and so I, uh, I like, you know, I was like, I brought her in. She was being real weird and like kind of just like stiff. And just I was like, hey, so how, what, how was the show? It was good. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so what time's your flight tomorrow? Uh, in the afternoon. Well, this is great, but I'm going to go to bed. Like I kind of just was like, How I'm going to go she? to bed. She's uh, at this point probably 23 or 24. Okay. Something like that. And so yeah, I, doing I, it right. I, uh, I say, hey, I'll, I'll sleep in the living room here. You can sleep in this bedroom over here. And there was like a couch and a futon in there. And then uh, she like comes in. She's like, hey, the air conditioner is too loud. Can you turn it off? I was like, yeah, sure. I go inside and I turn the air conditioner off. She's like, hey, there's a radio on. I can't turn it off. I was like, this is this is the worst. <laughs> this is, this this is so like fucking a Seinfeld here. It's a, yeah. scene. Yeah. the air conditioner loudness on? You know? Hmm? Was this at your apartment? Yeah. Oh, in case you weren't at your parents' house. No, no, no. I was uh, living oh, in an apartment oh, with my brother. Oh. Um, but what, why wouldn't I want? It was I was her, just thinking you were at your parents' house and you'd want the sound. You would want oh the no no no! She was like, you know, uh, and so, and then she like I go and I go. All right, cool. Like, but I fucking have to work in the morning. Please, just don't bother me anymore. I just I was like, never. I didn't. I was trying to be nice. I was like, I know you're a weirdo. You're just a weirdo. Stop bugging me. I got. Hey, go you're to a bed. girl in a band who came over. I have to get up and stand in a record store. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and and like it was it was neat too because like it's like. Like you know, every guy in the scene was like, "Oh, she's so hot," you know, and nice. I, and uh, and and so I, I then, like, I go, just all right, well, just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Leave me the fuck." Yeah, alone. Like, leave me the fuck alone. I got worry anymore. And she's like, and then she's like, "Oh, um, why don't do you use the futon or do you use the couch?" I was like, "I use the couch usually because the futon sucks." So like, it seems nice, and I was like, you "No," know, and I laid on it. And I was like, "See, my my feet dangle off the side, and I kind of like my back." I was like, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I was like, kind of like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then she rolls over, puts her hand on my face, and then, oh, uh, face hand. And then, uh, and then, like we, I was like, and I, you know, I'd only really ever made out with one other girl, and, uh, and then, like, and then she just like brings me in for the most aggressive makeout session. Like it hurt my face. Yeah. It was a real aggressive makeout session. And then, like, uh, we ended up just like, like, like having sex for like hours. What? <laughs> yeah, well, that's fun for no. Oh one. man, yeah. I I think I think I was probably just a few minutes, and yeah, I think the whole time I was like, oh, if you can just make it to a couple minutes, it won't be. Well, a I think the yeah. difference here is Jonah didn't want to be there. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like I was excited, but it was just it was one of those things where I was like, I, I was so confused and uh, you know bewildered by the situation, and you know, and but it's neat at the same time. I'm in my head going, I can't believe this is happening. That's probably why. You know, I was lasting longer than I should have yeah. because I was just like, "What is happening? What is my life?" And uh, and and then you know, like, oh, finally, like at the end of it, she's like, "She's like, what time do you have to get up for work?" And I said, "Oh, I usually get up at uh, you know, seven o'clock." And then uh, we go to bed, and then uh, uh, the alarm goes off, and it's like six thirty, and then she wants to have more sex. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, and and then like we so we did, and then like I I had to rush over to work, and I, I couldn't find. Uh, like all my clothes were like in the wash, and I forgot to put them in the dryer, so uh, I, had, I had no clean underwear to put on, and then I had to go straight to work. Commando or yeah, yeah, you gotta wash it up and go commando. Yeah, it was point, pretty. Right? It was pretty fucking disgusting, but it was like it. That, and I, I think it's a. It was a weird thing where sex for me was a very just like physical thing. Like it, like it took. It, it was a long time for me to connect uh, sex with like emotional intimacy. Interesting, because yeah. it's like because the first time I had it, the first you know the first way I came to know it was uh, was like through this just this hookup. 
this one time hookup. And I ended up hooking up with that girl like a year after that, and then a year after that. Nice, oh, nice yeah. annual. Let's came through. Yeah, it was like, really weird. I like that you work at like a big record store, and then someone would come in and go. You smell like sex. What? I'm looking for the band. You smell like sex. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> I remember there was a guy. It would have been a... the Marcy Prague there playground was... era. There was oh, a... sex and candy. There was a guy that came in the at the store that day, and I was just kind of in a haze. I was just like, "What the fuck happened?" And then uh, he's like, "Hey, man. Hey, did you did you end up seeing any of that band shows?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Man, that that girl that girl singer was so hot." Uh-huh. And I was like, "I was like, yeah." He's like, "It's like, like yeah." Everyone was trying to hook up with her. I was like, "Yeah." Did any? And he's like, no, no. I was like, cool. I did. <laughs> oh, you told him? Yeah. yeah. Nice. He's, like, he's like, what? What? And then I was like, I was like, and then I was like, I lost my virginity last night. Oh. <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy was just started jumping up and down, yes. pumping his fist. <laughs> knock, he was knocking over things. His chain wall is jangling. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was, was the sex part better in subsequent years? Did it get any kind of nicer? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was weird, you know? It was just one of those things where it's, it was like, I was comfortable with it because of how it was just sex and it wasn't really right. anything more. But you know, it was uh, it was it was odd. It was odd. And she uh, she ended up, you know, like kind of getting hardcore into drugs and kind of like went off the deep end. Ended up get becoming a meth dealer and then uh, went to jail for a long time. Oh, wow. yeah. Conjugal visits? Um, no, no, no. I didn't really interact <laughs> with her during that time. Uh, another cra- weird part of it too is a. The last couple times, it was like she had a she had a boob job. Well, how'd that so work that, out? It, it's real odd. I don't recommend it never, to anybody. Uh, never encountered that in life. It's they're not they're not they're. they're I've no never dated out. anyone who had a boob job either. I don't. I personally don't like boob job. Yeah. Boob job. Yeah. Where you? Let's boob. Where you have your tits formed in the shape of honey boo boo. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking of boo-boo Yogi Bear. From, yeah. 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 Um, I, I feel like um, it's just too much. Like I don't. I like. I don't mind. Um, I, I kind of like, since we're being male. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, is this like coming off too male? I kind of like. I kind of like. Um, <laughs> I kind of prefer like small boobs. Like I don't need big giant. Like no, like, no. like people who people who are like yeah jugs. I'm like I don't. No, you, you can have that in sports. Thank nice. you. Yeah, there's another wrong. That's the thing. It's a you know I've always had, yeah I've had some girlfriends where they're just like ah just so, I was like makes a shirt look better on you. That's for sure. Yeah, you know. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't recommend big fake boobs either. No. I mean, obviously, if you had some sort of a medical thing happen and you want to, you ever come but, across that? I came across that once. No. Yeah, this is becoming real like shop talk with the the, the fellas. Hey, the jockers uh, presents. When did you get? <laughs> Brought to you by Jack Links. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the beast inside you after you're done feeding her yours. Um, <laughs> messing with Bigfoot and then fucking him. Yeah. Um, it was a uh, yeah, it was a girl that uh, had a uh, uh, hysterectomy, right? Is that the Mass, mastectomy? Mastectomy. No, mastectomy. Mastectomy. Um, she had a fake uterus. Please. Yeah, sorry, yeah, mastectomy. But yeah, so she had one. So it was a uh, it was one of those things where it's like one was regular, and they looked the same, but they just they were completely different. You can the feeling is yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. yeah um, a... What about when did you lose your virginity? Uh, I'm the most normal of the bunch. Like uh, 17 to my high school girlfriend. Uh, she was a cheerleader. I was a football player. You know. Are you serious? Yeah. You played football? Yeah. 
I don't know what the fuck this Nerdist thing is all about, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get real with so everyone. A, I know, he's wearing a fucking sports yeah. hat. How could A, a sports, sports hat. hat? Fuck you. Well, that's a... It's a Red Sox Red hat. Red Sox hat. Yeah. It's a Red Sox hat. Boston Red Sox hat. It's a baseball hat. cap. It's what happens when my hair gets too long. I put on a hat. You Your hair looks hat. good right now. It's a little long. It's a little that's longer good. than I, I like it. it. So you, you, uh, had a, you had a long-term girlfriend. Yeah, we dated for a while. Went to Catholic school. So that was, uh, you know, Catholic school girls. It's true what they say. Yes. They will suck your dick in the science room. <laughs> um, they say that, right? God. Hmm. Do they say that? This is the most... Because if they don't say that, they should start saying that. Nerdist <laughs> Podcast, now presented on the Corolla Podcast Network. <laughs> it's Ace. It's Ace. It's Ace Broadcast. so male. <laughs> well, Katie, Katie is doubled over with laughter. Yeah. <laughs> you see, Chris, I just finished uh, hanging some drywall, and I came over... <laughs> Ah, oh, man, you can't with the ketchup packets. They're so tiny. You know? <laughs> um, I don't think you should use the coffee stirrer and then throw it away. I put but, it back. Uh, by the way, I, I love Adam. That, I'm just I saying that, that Adam's POV is a little more male than we tend to be. Well, well no, I mean, he was on the man show. Yes. Come on. But that's something to talk about. You know, this is just we conversation. This is our lives. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it is real. It, you know, there's no... There's no reason why we can't talk about this stuff. And we're no, not, no, no, we should. We should, for yeah. sure. And we're not I played be- baseball, too. Did you really? Yeah. I played baseball in Little League. Yeah. Did you? I didn't. I played high school baseball and football. What position? Uh, third base. Know. Third what position? Third doggy? Base, third base. Doggy? So, so, you're, so you were a football player. Yeah. And you're, uh, but in high school, uh-huh. weren't you like, were you like. Big? I was a big guy. You yeah. were a big guy. Yeah, that's why I played football. I was a nose guard, which is the fattest guy on the field. Is that a defensive? Yeah, it's the guy who stands in front of the center, who throws the center out of the way to get to the quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was me. So this girl was a... I had a great personality. Long-term girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a year and a half or two years almost. And did you... In high school, that's a fucking were you, long time. Were you bugging... It really is, because yeah. that's most of your high... That's yeah. like a third, a third of your high school, almost yeah. so a year and a half. Yeah. So are you are you bugging her for sex, or is it just like, oh, it's no, just No, we right just... Now. We had done everything but, like, up until... And I had done everything but, like, in seventh grade, through eighth grade, ninth grade. Everything like, but? Every, everything but but sex. Oh, everything but but. No. Uh... We like you know, uh, you'd, you'd come around, you'd round all the bases, Chris, mm-hmm. and you'd see home, and you'd be like, eh, I don't know if we're ready to do that yet. Right. Let's just hang around third for a while. Right. Uh, so you know, and that was that was going on constantly, and I, she was actually the one who pressured me. In the in the you know, it wasn't like a lot of pressure. It didn't take a lot for me to say sure. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we was she was she was uh, going to work a shift at. Demoulis Market Basket. <laughs> which is, I don't know why specific names make things funnier. Yeah. <laughs> which is the best fucking grocery store in New England. It's called their slogan is "More for your dollar." Uh, I like and how they, this has to do with Demoulis. You pop your cherry and get some cherries. And like the uh, the PA guy always comes on and goes, uh, "Attention, Market Basket shoppers! Tonight we have uh, pineapples on sale." Four for your dollar. That's Good detail dollar. about you yeah. losing your virginity, man. But it's just, that's why I love. Demoulis. Demoulis. <laughs> well, it was the Demoulis. Fa- anyway, forget it. So were you Market planning it that night or did no, it just no, happen? No, no, no. She was late. She was like going, she had to go to work. And like I was just over there because I had a sweet, sweet Saturn. And, uh, and uh, we were fooling around a little bit beforehand. And uh, she was like, oh, I got to get to work. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, all right, get to work. And she's like, well, we should have sex before I go to work. I was like, what? 
<laughs> yeah, I want to be in mild discomfort as I'm at work. Yeah, tonight. I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah, I want to have sex before I go to work. I was like, all right, then let's have sex before we go to work. And then we had sex before we went to work. She went to work. I was it to quick or? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the right home. About. What did you talk about right afterwards? Her being late for work. <laughs> I mean, it's just you got to get going. You got stuff to do. Uh, so yeah, and then she went to work. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like that was a typical Boston virginity loss? I think the uh, with Market Basket being involved, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so were you? Because I I think sort of demystify. I I, I think. I think a lot of guys are more scared about it than they would let on. I mean, I was terrified and like shaky and yeah, yeah. I mean, I was certainly the first time I put my hand on a boob was like so terrifying to me. Yeah, but I goddamn it, I love it. <laughs> I was like, this is where my hand belongs. <laughs> I finally figured it out. Is that when you start gaining weight so you can have yeah. your own? I was like, I'm gonna just do this all day. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Built in. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just yeah. Like I just remember like just heart thumping like like crazy like I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. These are important. And I was stories. like just touching a nipple because when Kyle loses his virginity, he's gonna need to know <laughs> like what's coming down the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Kyle, I would just be making my way through the interns. That's what I would be doing. Oh, come Kyle. on! Oh, come. <laughs> no. Oh. That's what I would be doing. I'm saying. Yeah, no. Were you uh, so? Were you together for a while after that? Uh, sort of, uh, not too too long after that. And she wanted to get back together, like in, like there was a while where she wanted to get back together, and I, I didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, because sex, like once you, especially when you're young, it's like that's sort of the we broke we broke up in computer class. Like I remember <laughs> vividly, remember our breakup because it just it was so weird because like she was like getting tired of me. Ten, I. Th- Print, we need to see other people. 20, she was go to 10, to me, 30, she run. She drew a chart, uh, a pie chart, you know, because we're doing Excel. <laughs> so she made a pie chart of like how much time, like what, the, how much time she wanted. So like she had like me time, which would be for her saying me time, Matt time, and like friends time. And friends time was like 70% of the chart. And then the me time was like... Uh, 25% of the chart and, and then the mat time like, mat time was 5% of the chart and I was oh. like I was like you know what we don't have to do anything together you can have this why don't you make it 30% you time <laughs> and then you can still be with your friends and then we'll break up and you were okay with that? yeah I mean I was a little perturbed oh, by it perturbed I, I was so devastated every time someone broke up with me like just just like, my angle, though, my angle, like, after that, my angle was always get a female best friend and then fall in love with her. That was, for the fucking rest of my yeah, existence, that, that was, was my angle. That's kind of what happened to me for a very yeah. long time. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be best friends with yeah. this girl and then be secretly in love with her. That for was so crazy how, like, I lost two, my virginity because, you know, I was uh, such a romantic for, you know, this, like, being, like, you know, friends with the girl and falling in love. Yeah. And she'll understand that I'm the guy that, and then, like, I just get... Some, yeah, like that's some lady. I'm always Andrew Lincoln in Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always fucking out there with the sign. To yeah, me, yeah. you are perfect. Oh yeah, Enjoy trying to think marry of the heroic, friend. romantic gesture that's gonna, you know, yeah. get her back. Yeah, and that we all think will work because well, fucking... everyone wants to hold the fucking boombox above yeah, exactly. their head yeah. while uh, in Cusack. your eyes plays. John Cusack fucked a bunch of guys. 
It just Fuck you, all. Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. Oh, he fucked a bunch of guys over by by pulling that. Yeah, just so that yeah. always think like, oh, I'm gonna do this grand gesture. And it's you really ever met a girl that like Peter Gabriel? I haven't. Yeah. God, I don't think I. I think pretty much. Um, I mean, I always got dumped. I never was the person breaking up. I mean, like maybe. Mm. Maybe once or twice, but I, I was always the guy who, who got dumped, and I was always shattered by it, like just uh, devastated, devastated. Yeah, I, uh, I was, did you? I know you have had the whole let's. I'm going to be best friends and in love with you and not tell you thing. Yeah, but I'm wondering if you have, Chris. Yeah, I had it. I had it in college with the girl where I was fucking so crazy about her and. And I basically just w- would like w- I watched her like go to fraternity parties and then just hook up with random dudes who like the kinds of dudes that I both uh, loathed and was jealous of because yeah. I didn't have I-, I was always too much in my own head and I didn't have that thing that like that, that just like some dudes just have where they just don't give a fuck like yeah you know there's floaters and scrappers you know like some people just float. Yeah, and shit just they float to the top, and they just, shit just comes to them. And I was a scrapper; like I really wanted to understand, like, well, why can't I'm you know? And it's 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 sort of that young philosophy of like, but I'm nice, and I'm the one who's picking her up drunk after yeah. she's hooked up with yeah. someone. Why can't she see? Well, but you know, that. it was just like a, a lot of times, young girls are not interested in the in the guy who's going to caretake them, other than that he's their friend. Yeah. They want to, at least the girls that I had experience with, and I don't mean all girls, so yeah. I don't want to piss anyone off, but I mean a lot of young girls are essentially, it feels like, from my point of view, they were rebelling and just kind of like finding their sexuality and power, and yeah. and yeah. so and so it just, I did not figure into that, and we hooked up, with this girl and I hooked up like, one, oh, it was so devastating. Oh, I can't believe I want to tell the oh, story. At least you fucking hooked up with her. We hooked up. We never, never had got sex. That to happen. We never had sex. We we made out one night, and it got really hot and heavy. And it was like this was it for me. This was right. Like, yeah, I can't believe this is happening. I think maybe I was 20, 20. I was like twenty years old. I can't believe this is happening. This is the most intense. This is this is what I was. You know, this was supposed to be this way. And something happened where <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Her shirt was off. And uh, she just had her bra on, and we were making out, and nice. I was kissing all over. And um, no pants were off. And uh, all of a sudden, I looked up, and she was covered in blood. I got a nosebleed. Oh, like I got no. so excited that I had a nosebleed oh. on her, and she freaked out. She freaked out because it was gross. And you know, and I was like, I am sorry. And then, of course, when I go into that mode, that's not attractive either. Yeah. Um. You know, like hyperactive apology guy. Yeah, I'm so yeah. practically in tears because I'm so embarrassed. Um. Uh. Or, or maybe I, well, I might have, I might have just burst into tears because it's a horribly embarrassing yeah. in that situation. And then she was convinced that I was doing drugs, and that's why oh, my nose geez. was bleeding. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I've barely just started to discover I'm an alcoholic. I don't do drugs. <laughs> And so um, then we we didn't hook up again, and then we didn't hook up again for a while, and then a, like a month went by, and we hooked up again, and I was like, okay, this time it's things are going to be awesome. Yeah. So we hook up again. <laughs> this is very detailed. Pants come off. Um, yeah, dick bleed. Oh. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> dick bleed. CPA. Uh, and then, Come on, uh, kids, have sex in my office on Sunday. So I, so, so I went down on her, 
And I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe it. You know, I'm doing uh, the Sam Kinison lick the alphabet trick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did you say, why did you laugh like that, Katie? You, you just kerboppled me. <laughs> and this is very graphic, but um, she was very stubbly. And so it like it basically tore a like a blister on my chin, oh, which oh, my made God. it weird again because she just saw that and she was and then she thought that was she basically just laughed at me like ha 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 and then didn't reciprocate anything and then left. Oh shit! So it was one of these situations wow. where the reason that I tell this story so graphically is that it was a situation where I feel like she she used me when she wanted to feel better about herself. Yeah. But if I ever wanted to hook up with her, she was like, no, we're just friends. Like, it was almost yeah. like, no, fuck, you're, you're, you're like my brother. I don't want to fucking. And so it, and I could not stop myself from constantly yeah, falling into the trap and falling into the trap and falling into the trap. Over, as many times as I got burned by it, I was still always. Here, here's what girls need to understand about guys. And, and, think, and something that I tell about, you know, like, because um, uh, I've known. Girl, I mean, like a lot of girls have guy friends, that, yeah. uh, and it almost yeah. always like, why can't we be more? And then a lot of times the girls like, well, you know, you have to. I, this, I don't feel that way about you. Yeah. But the way that a guy brain works is that a guy, because I, I guess just biologically the way we work is that we will subsist on any molecule of hope, and we will look for hope. So if a girl is even, so that's why like sometimes we are all Andy Dufresne. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> swimming through a pile of shit that you can't even imagine. And so um, it, so a lot of times, you know, if I, if I know girls who have a problem with, like, guy friends falling in love with them, I've said to them before, like, you have to set clear boundaries because if you don't set clear boundaries, if you're just like, hey, I'm just calling you up to see if you want to go to lunch, a guy will read that as, oh, my God, I have a chance. Yeah. yeah. It's like we cannot help it. We look for any shred of hope. And so, not don't be a dick to people, but at least kind of let a guy know where he stands. Yeah, because it's yeah. a crushing blow to be, get hope and then have it like swatted down. Be honest, you know, have your boundaries. And, and, and she and was manipulating here's what they, that. But here's what the guy brain will do to the honesty situation: they'll they won't care. You're right. Yeah. Not going to care at because all. They don't want to believe. And they're it. just going to continue to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, because you've decided um, in your head, you've decided that at the end of the movie, we are together. Yeah. It's not a far, it's not a long journey from like teenage guy to stalker because you're no, constantly yeah. going, oh, well, I know she says this now, but maybe she doesn't mean it or maybe I can convince her. I'll keep on asking. You, yeah. can, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot convince someone to have romantic feelings well, for you. Especially you know, if you're 17 years old and you have a car and then you drive by their house at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like, a, you know, and I've talked about this before, I think, but it's the uh, the little interstitials in uh, When Harry Met Sally. And they have, like, you know, the old couples. Right. And, like, you know, they have the old couple going, you know, I, she worked at a deli on 34th Street. And every day I would go in and I would ask her out on a date. Yeah. And every day she said no. Yep. Until one day. Yeah. I think in those she days said, when yeah, people had less happened. choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a, the idea that he just broke her down enough to. That's all, that always even. I'm not, I mean, I watch the fucking Bargain Hunt, the UK version, but they talk about the couples that are there competing. Yeah. And they're always these old British couples. And they're all, all their stories are always, he wouldn't stop asking. But yeah. you can tell that. I think you can tell the difference between <coughs> when. Someone says like, "I'm not gonna go out with you," and like, there's a little bit of a flirty tone versus like, "I am. This is never gonna happen." <laughs> oh, I don't even. I uh, I don't even know. 
I, there was a there was a girl that uh, in my senior year of high school, I wasn't planning on going to the prom, but there was this girl whose boyfriend was kicked out of uh, high school. And mm-hmm. so she needed a date. I was just like, you know, resident kind of like funny guy and that these girls knew. Like, you should go with Melissa. And uh, I was like, sure. And, I, you know, I kind of had a crush on her friend, but I never really thought of her. Uh, and so, but we end up like, you know, hanging out, getting ready for the prom and just kind of mm-hmm. becoming pretty good friends. And I was just like... It's like, wow, this girl's incredible. It's like, I had no idea this girl was so smart and funny. She always just seemed like a surfer girl, you know? Yeah. And um, and then her and her boyfriend broke up, and so she, we started spending more time together. And she was being like, you know, like making stuff for me and giving me presents and a lot of attention. And then, like, we kind of, like, reel back. And then, as you know, I uh, we go, you know, we go to the prom, and it's a, it's a blast. And then we go to this after party, and she gets drunk and hooks up with some, like, 23-year-old dude. Oh, no. And, you know, I'm devastated. And then, but then, like, you know, it's like she's still kind of hanging out with me. And then, like, she stops hanging out with him. And then she starts, starts hooking up with this other guy right away. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, man. I just, I kind of felt like she was maybe falling for, you know, the whole thing of just maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And then um, this thing happens where I'm kind of, like, devastated. I could tell she's starting to, like, hang out with this guy. And then uh, my phone rings. And um, I answer it. And it's her phone that had butt dialed my phone. Yeah. And it's her and that guy in a car together oh, yeah. telling each other like Listen. how much they love each other. And then they start like making out and, then like, and like, uh, God. did you jerk off? No, 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 no. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I use the tears as lube. Um, <laughs> great lube, great lube, um, endless supply. Yeah. And so I would I'm, say bad lube because of the salt yeah. content It's true. Stings. Um, and I'm just like, just, you know, just stone face. Just like, what the, like what? And, you know, and then oh she like God. she gets out of the car, and then she like knows her. She's like, "Hello, hello, Jonah." And then I just hang up, and then like I call back, and it goes straight to her voicemail because she's still trying to fiddle with her phone. And I leave this, you know, message. Oh no, that you can't take back. Like yeah, I'm just like, like how you know that whole crazy speech of just like, how dare you like look at something as special as what we have, and like we get along and all this, and maybe because I don't, you know, I don't have the body of a surfer or I'm this or that or you know or it's like it's like it's like and to just kind of throw that just this whole huge romantic a snapshot speech. of the point where you're the most vulnerable yeah. that maybe you've yeah. ever been in your life yeah and like I'm just unloading on it unloading yeah. it on this message and then I and then she calls back she's like hey did my phone call you I go yeah she's like what was up I was like did you listen to your message that I left you she's like no no I just called you back I was like listen to your message why just lose your message. What the fuck? And then I hang up. <laughs> and then she calls back and she's like, and I was leaving the next day, uh, like for Ooh, tour. Yeah. Like I was, it was, the idea was to move here, but I was leaving for tour. I was going to be leaving the next morning. And she's like, like, uh, how long have you felt that way? I was like, ah, it was probably like prom around then time. And, you know, just, you know, going through all the stuff. And she's like, oh, when do you leave? I said, tomorrow. She's like, all right, well, uh, I have something to give you. I'll give it to you at the airport. And so, um, <clears throat> The next morning, I get up and I get, go to the airport, and a bunch of people are there, like you know, because you can go up to the gate and say goodbye. And she yeah. just kind of she gets there really. She's like, "I'm so sorry, I got a speeding ticket. I got pulled over here." And she hands me an envelope, and then I get on the plane, and the plane starts taking off. And this is probably where it all started with me crying on planes. Uh, I, it's um, it's a letter from her saying that she did really like me and she did love me, and then she's like, "And I'm not just saying that because you're leaving. I'm not just saying that because you said that to me." Here's proof. And she had torn out some pages out of her diary from, 
you know, a month before. Jesus Christ. And it's, and it's all these things about like how she's conflicted. She's like, she's like, I don't normally like guys like this, but we get along so well. And I do these things where I make stuff for him and I want him to be my boyfriend. And I fantasize about us like living a life together and having cats and like just this whole oh, beautiful cats. thing. And you know, like just, you know, like we were, like we would just be two creative souls and you know, just in this, uh, and I just, I'm bawling. I'm just crying on the plane, like reading this stuff over and over and over Altitude. again. Uh, what altitude? Yeah, altitude as well, and then uh, and just like devastated because I was like I didn't know how to feel because I was like, what if I did make what if I did make that move during wow. one of those movie today moments? Is the English patient? <laughs> <laughs> but what if I did make the move like during one of those moments right? where she was like, yeah, I think I would want to be with him. You know? yeah. And so why did you think you didn't at the time? Were you afraid? Yeah, yeah, I was afraid of rejection. There's there's one thing I think and. A guy's mind when it's uh and it's the 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 physical representation of a girl kind of like politely denying you is the idea of going in for a kiss and the girl going what are you doing as she leans back oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. That, that the embarrassment and the rejection that you cannot ever get in your mind you feel like I'll never recover from that because yeah. once you've exposed yourself it's like oh that's where you're coming from yeah exactly and you can never like go you can't just do the like. Like, you know, huh. jump back to reality where you're just like, don't worry about it. By the way, I'm totally happy if... I'm just saying, I wonder if... The, I don't even know... I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. I got in for a kiss and gotten rejected. Oh, I have for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many times. I, I was the friend for a long time. Too. Yeah. Well, like, I was throw, too, but I've never tried to... I never tried to go in for the kiss. Yeah. I, um, Unless I were sure. Do you want to know an epilogue to that story, though? Yeah. So three years later, I'm on tour with a band, Dios, and we're up in Seattle where she's living then. And then she had just broken up with a guy and like we're hanging out because it's, you know, three years have gone by. We're friends. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, and then uh, like uh, like we get drunk and then like we're at her place and she reveals that she's like, I've kind of like been thinking about you a lot. And I think I'm still like I w- I'm in love with you. And, I w- and then we like end up get like, you know, crying and hugging and making out and then having sex and then kind of start this. And, hugging, and then yeah. like it's like a band. I was like, I'm going to stick around and hang out in Seattle for a little while, guys. Uh uh, and I stay for like two weeks and just hanging out. We're having a blast. And and then she, uh, you know, I go back to L.A. And then she comes down to visit in L.A. And then it gets kind of weird at the end of it. And then I go and visit her on her birthday. And it's great. But then it gets weird at the end of it. And then I'm driving. Uh, it was Thanksgiving. I was in Tahoe visiting my parents. And I was going to drive back to L.A. And like right when I'm leaving on this eight-hour drive, I get a call from her saying she doesn't want to be together oh, anymore that, I, that, that, it's so funny when you say when you say there should be a word for that kind of weirdness yeah where because when people are young and inexperienced they don't it's that moment where it's one of them has made the decision where of like well I don't want to do this anymore but they don't know how to express it and so they still hang out and the other person just knows like yeah. something's not right something's Something not feel, right something's uh, not uh, right uh, in the uh, air yeah and then so you <laughs> Or at least I would, you know, foolishly like try harder. Yeah, and then try harder. Push them away. Just pushes yeah. them away. Yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. fucking so. Yeah. E- oh, yeah. it's so bad. And then bad. just a fucking eight-hour drive by myself. <laughs> oh, God. Thinking about it. Oh, I had, a, I had a girl break up with me in college, like the day that she was leaving to go away for the summer, and it was that thing oh. where everything was awesome and everything was fine, and then the day before she was about to leave. It got weird. Yeah. It's you know what? It's exactly your bit is so genius where you say like where you say like the girl has decided she's been processing the breakup for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to the guy, he's just like, ah, what's that? What's that? and then all of a sudden then she breaks up 
like she'll end it and then she seems fine and yeah. the guy's like how can you not be devastated <laughs> it's like oh because yeah. it's been going on yeah. and the other person i mean i'm i know that the gender will flip on that sometimes but I always felt like it well, was. It, it, yeah, that's the thing. A couple of people said that about that bit. They're like, oh, you, oh, so girls are evil. I go, no, you have to understand. I'm speaking from my own experience. My own experience was that. My own experience was that too. Yeah. My own experience was definitely that too. And it would just, it fucking, I, I'm so, I think one of the reasons why I'm so guarded now as a person is because I'm, if, if I let myself really open up, I am so sensitive that everything would destroy me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just too... I absorb. I'm empathic, so I absorb other people's emotions. Beta's I in. absorb... I feel things. I can't... It's hard for me to watch dramatic films because I just get so like, fuck, I just... Yeah. I feel it too much. And I think that's a lot of what the drinking was about. Oh, yeah, yeah like numbing oh, that off. Like a, just like being a raw nerve. Yeah. Just, so I should yeah. start drinking. No. <laughs> Or in your case, in your case, for a long time eating, like it's just like feeling all these things, and you know that the only when you don't have power over an uncontrollable world, the thing that you can control is what you put into your body, whether it's food or yeah. alcohol, or whatever, because you can immediately change how you feel in a moment, and even if that is bad, it's still you controlling. It's still just a way that you're controlling the situation. Yeah. Well, you we were talking about that the other week, where it's like you said, you know, uh, drinking like gave you almost like a unofficial schedule like you if you were it was at night and you weren't sure if you, what party you were going to or what you were going to do yeah you knew if you drank you knew that you knew like the times that you would feel certain ways oh yeah like throughout exactly. the because evening. because if you're a, an experienced drinker you know like this is how many drinks it takes to get to this point yeah then past this point i'm feeling really this way yeah after this I, i'll i'll probably be pretty fucked up so i yeah. should save that until i get wow. to this place so i know where to exactly, exactly like yeah. we were talking about when you were traveling because you said you're not drinking at all for january yeah i slipped but uh but <laughs> <laughs> from january from now through the end of january it was a good week Chris. i bet it was but it uh i mean chris come on it's almost the middle of january but when you're yeah. traveling too like it's and you're in unfamiliar territory it's like the one thing you can control is how you feel yeah. with a substance be it drugs alcohol food whatever oh. you can instantly control how you feel and yeah. or at least or at least you know you you can predict how you're going to feel so yeah. it makes you feel like you're in control well, it's poor man's you know uh like uh, antidepressants yeah where it's just uh it's like i know this is going to make me regular this is going to put me in a place where i'm just i know how i'm going to even feel. if it's not good it's it's familiarity yeah. it's predictability and familiarity yeah it's like you know the reason people go eat a mcdonald's when they're in a, like a foreign country and they go i just right. i need i this i know this. really fresh baguettes right over there uh, but i know what i can get here <laughs> and i know what food I want. poisoning yes yeah. there's fresh baguettes right over there yeah, yeah, yeah. matt's coughing <laughs> coughing from the truth sorry guys that's okay um Katie, has any of this been enlightening to you or disturbing or disgusting or Katie, do you have a best friend who's a male? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It's funny that we it's funny that we went from talking about oh pussy boy. to just talking like pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the evolution of the Nerdist Podcast. That's how we go. Yeah, that I totally went in there and I banged this chick and then I cried about it for like three hours. <laughs> and I cried because we all have emotions. Yeah. And it's like, why doesn't she want to call me back? Didn't she feel the connection? Like, you hey, had? With a fucking big dick, you know what I'm saying? This fucking bitch. I mean, it was an okay I, I, I fucking love her, her man. No, did I not do a good job? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why do I keep repeating this pattern? That was a shiny moment in her sexual fantasy. And now I'm just sitting there by myself. I, you know, I would, I would be very happy if, if, if. Uh, Guys, if anyone wanted to send in questions 
Clements that were... Uh, yeah, if you want like, to ask us personal questions, go ahead. No, I'm not, well, not only that, but then also just it, answering questions as honestly as possible is like, this is how we think the male brain works. Like, if you want to use us as, you know, like, I can feel like the triangulation of the three of us, yeah. our individual experiences, will have, there'll be a nice cross-section. I think the three of us really have a lot of similar... Like sort of experiences. Well, we were emotionally immature. Yeah, emotionally immature humans, and like just that whole. I mean, the whole. I can't. That whole being the best friend thing. I know there are people listening to this podcast who right now are in the middle of that. Oh, the friend zone's the the, The worst. Is the the worst feeling thing in the world. I have. I. It's not going to pan out for you, buddy. I'm just going to let you know right now. It is not going to pan out for you. But no matter how much you think it is. But you know what though? But I'll tell you. I know who you're talking about. Yes. There was, we were in Toronto yep. a couple years ago and there was this, there was like a few kids hanging out. There was this like, you know, like, you know, fans on the nerd. So like me and Matt are hanging out with them, having some drinks with them and they're all great. They're all really fine. And, but like, you know, there was this one kid that looked like young me and there was this like, no, he looked like, he looked like Jonah and I had just finished morphing together. Yeah. Just like, but like a real sweet, funny kid. Um, and then he's, you know, he drove, like, through being fans of the Nerdist, her, him and this girl kind of met. They found out they were in the same city, and they drove hours to go to Toronto to go see us perform. And, I know they're And, like, you know, I'm know just, like, listening. we're all hanging out, and, it, you know, everyone's having a blast. But I can see the way he's looking at her, and I can see the way she's looking at him. Joan and I even had asides about it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, kid. I'm, like, and then at the end of the night, like, like uh, he was, like, he, he was, like, you know, I'm not sure... If you know, but like I kind of have a crush on that girl, and I was like, "Oh, I know," and I'm sure she does too. But at this point, you just gotta fucking not think about it, and you gotta fucking walk away. Well, because the thing that's refreshing to know is that it feels like it's a pit that you're never going to get out of. Yeah, but you do get out of the pit, and when you do, it's yeah. the most freeing. Like sometimes that, you have to move to LA to get out. Of that morning, yeah. that that morning where you wake up and. You know, and there's a minute where you don't know where you're, it's like it's usually right before when you're when you're bummed about something. It's like that moment of happiness before the sadness pours into your brain. You're yeah. like, oh, right. Just like fucking where it's yeah. just like someone's dumping a coffee pot full of, tra- of tragedy on your brain that you had forgotten about. You for- yeah, you're, you've forgotten oh, that you're in the middle. Oh, like where you just I feel wake up and I go, down. oh, this side of the mattress is really for. Oh. Uh, but the moment where you wake up and that doesn't happen is one of the greatest feelings in the world. And you, yeah. and, and you do. You really, as much as it seems like you won't get over things, you will. And you will meet the right person at some point. Even we're ne- we're never good judges of what's best for us. So when you look at someone, you go, "Oh, it'd be so great if I had that person." The truth of the matter is, it might not be great. Yeah. If it if it, it might not be great. Yeah. And so you will meet that right person. But I mean, like my the second girl that I ever had sex with, who was at that point, I was more in love with her than any anyone and any amount of love I could have ever felt for anyone. I was so I was just. Devastated when we broke up. Like it was, it was like extra devastated. Yeah. It took a while. Like she was my first. I really, I really cared about the girl that I lost my virginity to, but this girl was like the fucking yeah. high school love. Like I could never. The thought of not being with her was crazy. And I just found out maybe like a year or two ago that she died. Oh shit! Yeah. Like a year or two ago, she died. She, I believe, she had cancer. Oh man! And she died. And 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 I felt sad. I mean, I felt like, oh man, I can't believe. But I know that there's a time that if that had happened in my life, I probably would have just like Lost jumped it. into traffic. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's it's awful that that happened to her. But I, but at least 
the reason that I'm telling the story is no matter how much you feel like you can't live without a person, that you that it does get better. Yeah, at, yeah. At some point. I mean, I, it does heal up at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's a it was a horrible, horrible thing that happened to this poor girl. But yeah. I just. But you know, if it had happened, you know, twenty years ago, I I, I would have been done. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there's yeah. anytime I'm in a breakup or you know having a hard time getting over somebody, I try to tell myself, you know, I just my mantra becomes like, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Like it's 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 happened to you before, yeah. and then you try to do that thing like, no, this one's this different. is different this, this time is the because one that yeah. meant something. No, it's exact it, because it ended. It's exactly like the other ones. Because it didn't work out, it's exactly like the other ones, and therefore you'll get over it. Mm. That's the thing you always got to remember. It's interesting. It really is. Like you know, I'm recently getting out of a relationship, and it feels it does it feels different, but only in the sense that like I I, neither we don't hate each other, which is which is an odd uh, sort of adult thing to encounter. Jen and I didn't hate each other when we broke up. It was painful, but it wasn't. It was a very like. But we still care about each other and respect each uh, other, and no, so Matt let's that be friends. Yeah. And let's let's make yeah. this as as clean as possible, yeah. And, yeah. and actually respect each other as human beings. Yeah, and yeah. because you guys weren't married, there was no like extra complication. Well, there was the complication well, of Scott moving out of the house, the and, house and, and the, the dog, dog and, and the cat. And um, but I, you know, but you know, I felt. I don't know. It just seemed like well, yeah. This- how I like with like for that like I mean that was what seven years, right? Yeah. So and I'm just like getting out of a year and a half relationship, yeah. so it's not like you know, but uh, like for you, like what 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 like what was the sort of like thought process you had after you sort of walked out of the house for the last time and were like, okay, that's it. Well, it, good vibrations started to play, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it uh, well. It, when there's the shock of like, is this happening? I can't believe this is happening. Is this happening? Because we never really. Was there any part of you that's like, oh, it's easier just to stay together? Let's just stay together. Well, of course, I think mean, that's why people yeah. stay in things. Yeah, that's exactly so why people stay in things. Because uh, uh, again, a familiar, comfortable thing is better than <clears throat> an unknown, scary thing yeah. of what if? What if I've fucked this up? What if I should be with this person? What if I never meet another person again? What if I'm damaged? I mean, it's it, 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 I am. Yeah, but. Um, and so I went to a hotel. Like I immediately went to the London. It happened. I went to the London hotel. Yeah, it it happened, and you know we broke up. It. She left very upset. It was actually July fourth, and um and I went to the I went to the London hotel, and I was still kind of like, <laughs> you know, just that sort of like so. It was kind of like that feeling of when you, when you fall really hard, and then you just get up and your body's in shock, and you're just yeah, like yeah. I think. I don't think. Yeah. So I, I I went to the roof. There's a restaurant on the roof. I ordered food. Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Watched roof. fireworks, which That's was right. weird. I remember, yeah. And then I went back to the ho- and then at the end of dinner, I started feeling like, mm, I'm not. Something inside is feeling very um, wiggly. Like I just feel like, yeah. And I went downstairs and just lost it. Like really? was just. Lost it. I mean, I think it, you know, yeah, because it's all built up. Well, it's built up, and, it's, and it's, it. it's 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 seven years, and it's yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, we we loved each other, but it just like something about the romantic part of the relationship just fell we, apart. You know, we yeah. Yeah. relationships take work. You have to it. put energy into them, and yeah. and if you allow yourselves to grow apart, then that's at a certain point, that's what happens. It's just not fixable, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I yeah. mean, I'm. I cherish the experience and, you know, I feel, yeah. and I'm, 
super happy that I met Chloe and that we had the chance to have a relationship. So I'm not, you know, I, I don't, I don't regret it. I don't regret any you of it. You told me about that right after the space shuttle ended. I was like, oh, now you're telling me this ended too? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the last space shuttle launch. Now Janet's but I mean, out of my life. The point, the point is that, you know, if Janet and I had stayed in a thing that was just familiar where we weren't getting what we needed, she wouldn't have gone off to, I mean, like she's got a, from what I understand, a really fantastic boyfriend now, and I have Chloe, and we never would have had those experience. Yeah. Like with he's the got a pretty to, sweet beard. So he does have a sweet beard. Yeah, which makes me feel like I had a shot <laughs> with Janet. <laughs> yeah, because you have a beard. Yeah, you're a cock. <laughs> that reminds me. That reminds me of the time that. Uh, <laughs> I love Louis C.K., but that that thing in his act where he talks about what a piece of shit he is, he's yeah. kind of a piece of shit <laughs> in, in a funny way. Because he, like a couple of years after I broke up, uh, after a girl and I stopped seeing each other, he emailed me and asked if he could get oh, her yeah. number to take her to dinner. <laughs> and I was like, well, and because it was Louis, I was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, of course, you guys should go out. And <laughs> the I king of the land has his choice of any maiden. <laughs> but, you know, you and Lisa but after, some, after some time went by and after I was like, Louis emailed me, you know, I was like, he emailed me because he wanted to fuck my ex-girlfriend. That's weird. I mean, this wasn't Janet. This was Lisa. This was before Janet. But um, oh, I nailed it. Uh, what I said, you and Lisa Loeb. Have oh fun. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but anyway, the point is, like, you know, there there is a Chloe out there for you, or there is a, you know, what I mean, like you. So you shouldn't settle for something that you're not where you're just comfortable. I mean, yeah. with anything, with a relationship, with work, with yeah. anything, you, you have to get a little uncomfortable to kind of. It's almost like. Are you daring enough to walk through this pit of shit to get? Are you daring enough to be Andy Dufresne yeah. to swim through the River pipe full of shit, shit yeah. to get to to the freedom? Three football fields. And leave Say what's the now, son? A, under an oak tree. Yeah. Well, um, it was under a volcanic rock that had no business being on that wall. <laughs> mm. That's how he was able to find it. Yeah. Um, well, this was a uh, another, fun, another podcast. Another hostful. Yeah. I like these get better and better while and better. other people are listening. Yeah, we really fucking opened the floodgates with that yeah. <laughs> end of the year thing, and I was just like, so, you know what, guess guys? what, everybody? Just keep it light and fun all the time. No, That's what these no. are. I, mean, I like this more. We're running out of bits, Chris. Oh god, that happened a long time ago. <laughs> just feeling. <laughs> hey, think, Bruce, where's the cocaine? I think we're all just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then she told me to wait out back, and then I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and <laughs> it's like thing. she was never there. I'd be interested to know if said you, no, if, no, 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 no. If anybody out there, if you uh, if you're a guy out there and you were best friends with someone and you were secretly in love with them and then you told them and then it panned out, I would like to hear from you. If you will email a podcast, I would appreciate. Yeah, that. well, there there is a podcast email address, just Quemens at nerdist Quemens, we haven't done Quemens in a long time. And in the subject line of this, uh, of this, uh, of this, of this email, what should the subject line be? Because I want to know if this has ever happened ever. Uh, best friend success. Yep, that's the subject line, yeah. and I need to know that it happened at least once. Best friend to breast friend. Yeah. yeah. Like well, that's lot. if I worked for the Jenny friend Jones zone I becomes wonder, danger zone. I also wonder if it happens. <laughs> Friend zone becomes end zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. But I also like. I'm friend zone interested. to end zone. Okay. Subject friend zone and then an arrow end zone. Friend zone, end zone. Okay. Friend zone, end zone. Uh, but I also wonder like what the success rate is on the, on the homosexual side of things, like lesbian couples. 
Like, I wonder if there's any success rate there, or if there's any success. Oh, rate you mean like if like, like if one person, if one if person one is the best the friend, other if person, one is the best friend, if one is the best friend, and the they know the other person is gay, or they don't know the other person is gay, they're both gay. Well, no, they both they, they're both gay. They're both aware I, of it. I'm also interested to find out people who. Oh well, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I, I, that's kind of an interesting idea too. Is just like if you're gay and then you think your friend is straight, but then you're in, you have a thing for them, and then it turns out like no, they can tell. No, I, well, this is why people should write in. We should just watch that HBO show. Which mm-hmm. one? Looking. Looking. Okay. It's basically boys. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm very interested to know that too. All right, and also, uh, you know, ladies, if you find me dateable, drop me a line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, John Williams? <laughs> I would go on a date with John Williams. Of course you would. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna put out or anything, but I would go on a date with John Williams. Always in the friend zone. Always the conductor, never the first chair. I'm not gonna to polish an Oscar. I'm assuming uh, he calls his penis Oscar. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I will entertain him. All right. So if you're a single young lady or John Williams, I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. You don't have to, no one. Please don't worry about emailing. Mm. That's fine. All right. So if you're just John Williams, yeah, just John Williams. Yeah. If John Williams is out there and wants to go on a date with me, we'll film it for the YouTube channel. Clements at Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me DJ and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.